okay, here we go. The Pan and Maggie Show. He's about to get crazy and wild. Stay for a while. Don't touch your radio dial. The Pan and Show. Kicking it back. Sports talk. Listen to that and stay tuned for some giggles and last go. <laughs> Name something men wear to bed, Margaret. A nightcap. A nightcap, Jeff. Sweatsuit. Sweatsuit A.W. Nightcap. Nightcap, Elizabeth. Condoms. A condom? <laughs> Welcome to the Planet Mikey Show. That's, that's kooky. That was from some old game show. Yeah, that's, uh, that's kooky. When that's life was normal. Kooky stuff. I have a game show for you. Actually, I'm going to start this podcast, guys, with the harmless, okay for kids joke of the day. Really? Yep. All right, go ahead. What do you call a fish with no eyes? I don't know. What do you call it? Fish. <laughs> <laughs> Kids, gather around. I've got more. <laughs> Welcome to Planet Mikey's Situation. <sighs> if Pedo had a podcast, it would be called the Bill Pedo Situation, please. Uh... Well, it's Ben Kitchen, it's Bill Smith, it's yours truly, Dolph Lundgren. And uh, I want to thank Jamie Parker. Remember sweet Jamie Parker from Nesson and so forth? Uh, you remember Jamie Parker? Sure. Jamie, of course. Yeah. She's, a doll. She's a nice person. Yep. She invited me with a late phone call late last week to her golf tournament for the Jimmy Fund down at Marshfield Country Club. Ooh. So I scampered down there. It was only an hour and ten minutes each way. Hold on. You were down there with some celebrities. <laughs> Tell me. Yes, you were. Well, I, everywhere I looked, there were celebrities. <laughs> I, I said, where's Monica Collins when you need her? Where is she, anyway? Who is she? See that? Jamie Parker's uh, golf tournament was great. Who was there? I'm going to give you a little short list of who was at this. And it was a sparkling day. Beautiful day. At a fine golf course. All for the right cause, too. Uh Bill Lee was there, the spaceman. You say, okay, well, he, you mean the guy that passed out on the field and had to get a pacemaker put in? And so he in good health, good shape? He was great. He, I, you know, he was alive and energetic, and he's talking about his pacemaker. I said, how's that thing working? He goes, he says, it stopped my Prius from starting. <laughs> it's a pacemaker. What? But uh, he was there with Diana, you know, his lovely wife, and uh, he was just, you know, Full of being himself completely. The guys that played with him afterwards said he was great, you know, and he played well. So, who else was there? Famous people Dale Arnold. Dale, really? Yep. Just as soft and pudgy as ever. Now, hold on. How good a golfer is Dale? I didn't play with Dale. Oh. Uh, At all. I bet he's How was your interaction with Dale? Fine. Yeah. A big hug, you know. I got as close as I could to him. (laughs) No, no, he was great. He was very. I said, I said, hey, WEEI's not doing very well, are they? He goes, I don't pay any attention. <laughs> but you know he does. I bet he's a good golfer, too. You think so? Yeah. I don't know. I didn't see him play swing. It's good to see Dale. Uh, who else is there? Uh, Tony V. Tony was V. Was there. It's hysterical. Kevin Chapman, the actor who we're going to get on this podcast. Yep. I talked to him about that. He was in uh, Mystic River. Oh, yeah. The Brotherhood. What Person else? of interest. Yeah, he's doing a lot of stuff. And, uh, yeah. <clears throat> He comes here to record commercials every now and then. Yes, he told me that. He said, Smitty's got my number. Have him call me. We'll do the podcast. He's the nicest guy. But when I saw him on Brotherhood, he played this character called Freddie. Yeah. And Freddie had this look. And you know, if you've ever met somebody who's a killer. Yeah. (laughs) And I have. They have a certain look. (laughs) He turns that look on. And when he first arrived here at the house, he jumped out of his car and 
and I'm looking at him, and all I can think of is Freddie. But uh, he yeah. turns out he's a real nice guy. Well, Freddie, Freddie, Nightmare on Elm Street, Freddie was really a killer. <laughs> I mean, we're talking killed everybody. Johnny Depp killed everybody. You know, he go in your dreams just to kill you. Well, yeah, which is not not even convenient. Uh, Max Lane was there. He's huge. He's 350 pounds. At <laughs> uh, Chrissy's six eight or whatever he is. Um, I'm trying to think. There was a whole bunch of folks there. Um, Dave Wedge, you know, he. I, I want to get him on the podcast. He's written some fine books and done some movies. And I have known him from, since way back when he was just a little wedgie. <laughs> I bet he's never heard that. Uh, that's right. Um, anyway, there was a whole bunch. If I think of anybody, I think there's a lot more, but I just can't. You know, Andy Brickley was who's there. Who's who? Now, what kind of a day was it out there on the course? Was it uh, sunny and John Valentin was there. Really? Nice. Yeah, he says hello. Yeah. Unassisted triple play. That's right. Get him on the podcast. I said, it's too bad the screen's not there. You used to hit a lot of home runs into the screen. Now there's this green monster and people sitting there. And he goes, I know. He goes, I missed the screen. I said, you lived in that screen. All of his home runs went in the screen. Everyone. Everyone. Even the ones on the road. Those were really hit. Anyway, thanks for the great hospitality down there they had. I didn't play. I played for shit. Uh-huh. But I, I really had a good time, and uh, it was good good to see everybody uh, once again. By the way, I heard on the WBZ Boston, yep, the nation's number one st- uh, station for breaking news. Did you hear that? Ben Parker. I'm Ben Parker. He's got the deepest voice. No kidding. He's a nice guy, too. Uh, I heard Ben Parker say that the driving uh, has gone up. Now there's more drivers than ever. The traffic jams are worse than ever. Mm. And your slower ride from Braintree to Boston, Boston to Braintree, anywhere, Mass Pike, 93, you know, all the same same trouble spots. Worse than ever, all of a sudden. And, you know, here goes the battle against fossil fuels, right? Massachusetts, the most liberal state in America. Yeah. Uh, Going to lead the way on this stuff? We can't get the T to run properly. Oh, that's why there's more cars than ever. Yeah, T's fucked. But you yeah. know what? They're gonna be... You don't know when it's going to catch on fire when you're just trying to get downtown. <laughs> well, and of course, and if the Democrats had their way, they would be giving license licenses to all the illegal people that live in, in the state of Massachusetts, and that's fifteen percent of the population. So it's going to go up fifteen percent more when they all get their licenses. Mm. I, I, I don't know what to tell you. We're going to need a big dig every five years. Yeah. Uh, just to fix the problems that exist already. And you're going to need somebody like Jeff Deal. <sighs> Jeff Deal, right. Who, yep. he, by the way, the gas the, uh, proposal is now on the table in the legislature to eliminate the Massachusetts gas tax if the get, price of gas gets over $3. I think that makes sense. Yep. Now, are they going to do it? Or, or I mean, they were going to try to put it on autopilot and just have it go up based on, without even getting together as a legislature, just, just have it go automatically go up all the time yep. until Jeff Deal stepped up. With his crew of... Oh, uh, he was the turd in the punch bowl for them. He was. <laughs> yeah. Good job. God bless him. Now, I have something caught in my lip. Let's, get, right. a, let's get a close-up of that. What do you have? Yeah, it's just a bug. Oh, it's a tooth. He pulled a tooth. It's a bug. It's like a mealworm. It's a bug. We're in the pistachios. <laughs> it, wasn't, it wasn't a bug. It's something I ate <laughs> six hours ago. Um, I, I put together a list of... Because uh, you know I'm a fair-minded person. <laughs> That's true. Hold on a second. Stand by. He's going to blow his nose. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, that was... Oh, there's another bug. Oh, Did you ride your motorcycle here? Mm-hmm. Actually, it wasn't mine. I stole it. Now, uh, because I'm a fair-minded person, we have commercials in, t- in today's show. Yes. Because that... 
Otherwise, how are we going to pay the bills? That's you know, you want two grand a show. You want two grand a show. I want two point four five grand per show. We can't pay the bills. I honestly. got my check. I don't know about you guys. So uh, we're going to break up these commercials, the, the three of them, into three different segments. Okay, first let's talk about Dr. Matthew Lepresti. Uh-huh. Dr. Matthew Lepresti has taken over partially the duties of the great Dr. Robert Leonard, a pioneer in the field of permanent hair restoration. And he's learned everything Dr. Leonard knew, and he's learned other things too, because he's a man of the world. Dr. Matthew Lepresti is now the surgeon extraordinaire at Leonard Hair Transplant Associates with five offices throughout New England. The guys that did your hair. By the way, do you, have, do you happen to know where the offices are? Dedham. No. Braintree. Yes. Salem, New Hampshire. Yes. Boston. Providence. Boston, yes. Newton Center, yes. Newton Center. And Warwick, Rhode Island, Warwick. which is the home oh, office. Yeah, Warwick. Leonard Hair Transplant Associates is the very best in the business, and there's no doubt about it. They use your own permanently restored hair from your own head. You know, they take the hair from where you have a lot of hair. Like, I have a lot of hair in the back and the side. I didn't have so much back here on the top they they reinstalled. It, What's basically. that new procedure they got going on? Well, the new procedure is the, is a breakthrough in the world of permanent hair restoration, and it's called uh, harvesting and, and banking. It's called hair follicle banking is the technical term for it, and they harvest the follicles and they save them for your head and they put them in there. It's an amazing thing. It's it's modern science uh, at its very best. Yep. They reinject them into the scalp, and and there it is again. Your hair's back. It's but it's yours. And everybody that I know that's gone there, and this sounds like just because it's a commercial, right. I'm going to say something nice. No, but Kevin Chapman, true. we were talking about. But Kevin it's all Trump. truth. I asked this: Is it painful? Is it like just tell me the truth? Is it painful? No, no. not at all. No, they, it's, it's you watch a movie and then the thing yes. is done, and before you know it, you're you're out of there. It's done, yeah. and uh, it's it's a weird. And I did. I thought it, it was weird ago. that you chose to watch porn as your movie, but <laughs> yeah, customers to always right. own. Yeah. To, yeah. <laughs> Listen, I I, I I enjoyed shaving Ryan's privates mm. for the second time. It was a good film. Good, well done. Well, it had to do with hair. <laughs> you, you, you can go. You can go for uh, a, a free, no obligation consultation with the great Doctor Lepresti at uh, London Hair Transplant Associates by calling one eight hundred Get Hair or go to HairDR.com. and uh, it's a free consultation. He'll get. They'll give you the straight. These are straight talking people. Good people. Leonard Hair Transplant Associates, my hair doctor. David Portnoy, too. Kevin Chapman, too. You read that commercial like a professional. Fourier had his time. I mean, you know, it's it's amazing. It's it's a club, but it's not a hair club. (laughs) All right, uh, what were we talking about? Okay, I did that, didn't I? Oh, yeah. You know what we we should do right after this podcast is over? What? You guys want some really cool stuff for free that's amazing and expensive, cool stuff? Sure. Yeah. There's a Wawa. Oh. <laughs> uh, yeah. No, it, it, all you got to do is get enough guys together to go to a convenience store and overwhelm them like they do at the border here in America with the, uh, you know, the illegal aliens. We just that's – what that's the, that's the concept. You go to, into a, a convenience store with 100 guys – and no one's going to get screwed, no. and especially if they're – try to get them to be under 18 so that they don't get prosecuted. Mm-hmm. But you can take anything you want. I saw that video. It's unbelievable. It's, it doesn't What's the make first you aisle sick. you're going to? Uh, Cheetos. Cheetos. <laughs> the Cheeto aisle? Yeah. I love Cheetos. Um, but nowadays, you can do anything you want to. No one's afraid of getting prosecuted. Even though they know there are video cameras, and they're, they're all going to be photographed – 
There's no prosecution. No. You just do whatever you want. It's a great world. And that Wawa video is like, imagine being the owner of that store. I know. You put it, you know, you spent the whole day stocking the shelves and making everything neat and cleaning the floors and, you know, putting on your apron and getting ready for customers. You open the doors and all of a sudden you get ripped off, raped of all your products. And the guy that owns the, the, the company, he's sitting there thinking, well, Jesus, you know, all the money that went into, you know, the market location, the research sure. for the, the whole neighborhood yeah. and all that stuff, yeah. out the window. Not to mention That's what Mr. Had to spend on everything. Mr. Wah, I think you're talking Mr. about. Mr. Wah, Mr. Wah, his him. wife, he and his wife, Mrs. Wah and Mr. Wah, they got together and started the whole thing. Wawa, it's a pretty good thing. <coughs> but nowadays... Are you sure it's not... <laughs> it is now. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, I saw that and I was shocked and I thought to myself, just what is this world coming to? Just what is this going on in this society? People just aren't obeying the rules and the laws. <laughs> Your inner voice is Marvin the Martian. Mm. Marvin the Martian, yes. I, I will kindly play you Tuesday for a hamburger today. That's Wimpy. Yeah. No, the, I know, but I, he, that's Wimpy's line, but it's, that was Mar, oh, Marvin's so voice. Like multitasking on the impression. Cartoon voice. Like meta okay. impression? That's pretty. I don't like it. I don't like right. it. I made a list of my, th- my favorite and my least favorite personalities on both Fox News and MSNBC. Now, my thought is once we get this podcast done and we t- discuss these people yep. and rip them new assholes or, or congratulate them on being great. We can put it on Twitter. Wait till you hear what these guys said about in an at Rachel Maddow, at which is at everybody, yeah. and we'll get all kinds of, of listens from people who think that they know what they're talking about, like Ben. You know, they can always contact you uh, on Twitter <laughs> at, at sit Planet out this Mikey. Conversation. That is you, isn't uh, it? You, at, at Planet Mikey. At, Pla- okay. at Planet Mikey, yes. Yeah. Is, uh, I, I have two identities. So I have a secret identity. Someone this. wanted to contact you. That's exactly where they would go. At Twitter. Planet Mikey, yeah. You put that on Twitter, I'll get it. Or, or send us an email if you know, you'd like to. That's the Planet Mikey podcast at gmail.com. Planet Mikey pod. The Planet Mikey? No, no, no. just Planet, Planet Mikey, Mikey podcast, podcast at gmail.com. Jeez, you have to type out the burp in the middle of it. You know, it'd be fun to hear from people who actually listen to this thing what they think of the. You know, for so many years of, of my broadcast career, I really didn't give a flying fuck what really? anybody thought about what oh, I was doing. But now I do, you know, because now... Well, what if somebody wrote and they said, Jeez, you know, Mike, you are the best guy, man. Yes. I love you so much. You were great. Well, give me your phone. I can look it up. There's no chance of that happening. <laughs> look up what? I can look up what people have been saying about the show. Give me your phone. Why? Sure. We can I'll read, read some of the reviews. Good. My phone? Yeah. Don't, well, don't call, my phone's being occupied Don't right call China with long distance. <laughs> All right, my favorite people on Fox News. Dana Perino. Yeah, she's good. She's a doll. She was the former press secretary to George W. Bush. She's just nice. She's a nice person, and she's adorable. Don't you think? Yep. <clears throat> Good-looking woman, Sandra Smith. She's got, gotten very, very professional. She does the midday thing with John. Uh, he, that's a good newscast because it's, it's news. Mm-hmm. It's not a lot of opinion compared to some of the other shows. I like Bill Hammer. Yep, Hammer's always been good. Now, who, who don't I like on Fox? I don't disagree with him that much, but Hannity. 
You know what the problem with Hannity? He's got a lot of good information, but he always manages to insert himself. It, yes, it you makes know? him about him, <laughs> and he always goes off on this. Well, you know, I take martial arts, and I have a gun, and I, I used to work. I worked washing dishes. Uh, His ego overtakes the conversation sometimes, and he did it with Trump. He was interviewing Trump the other day. He Hannity asked him a forty-five second question, exactly, so he could express his own. You know, so I mean, I, but yeah. his ego. Um, Judge Janine, I don't. <laughs> Again, I don't disagree with a lot of what she says, but she's so annoying. Her voice, it's like she's a, I don't know, she annoys me. Sounds like she's got that Brooklyn thing going on, but I'd like to hear, have Judge Janine come in here and give you some shit. Well, yeah, okay, fine, but <laughs> that's, that would be different. But she just, for some reason, if she was around me all the time, I'd get off the bus and take the next bus. Oh. <coughs> Where you going, Michael? Uh <laughs> I like Cat Timpf. I like Gutfeld's show's great. Yep. I think he's hilarious. And he's hilarious every night, which is not easy to do, believe no. me. Tyrus on that show is good. They have a really good cast on the Gutfeld show, and I watch it because it's funny. Mm. And whether you agree with them or not, it's it's a funny, funny show. And i got to say this. Everybody hates Tucker Carlson on the left. They hate him. They hate his guts. Yep. They think he's the worst. I listen to him, and I, everything he says, I go, that's right. He's right. Yeah. And I don't. I know he has a degree of pomposity and, you know, uh, self-importance and all that stuff, but he's right. He's a smart guy. He's a smart guy, and he's always, to me, I, uh, 90% of the time anyway, I agree with him. So, okay, now let's move on to MSNBC. Do, do you have any comments on anybody on Fox? No. Nope. Who's your favorite? Um, <laughs> Come on, Ben. You can think of somebody. Hmm. Araldo? Yeah. <laughs> I like his mustache. <laughs> All right, on the, on the MSNBC offering, and by the way, we all know Fox is the right side of, of politics, and the left side is, b- belongs hands down to MSNBC. CNN tried to take their crown away from them, but CNN now is just lost and gone. I don't ever watch them at all. Yeah. Uh, the morning Joe to, to some there, the, the two, the couple that cheated on each other's husbands with each yeah. other and then became the Chet and Natalie of the morning news organizations. From the dark side. Yeah. They just suck. They both absolutely suck, and they—I I can't even watch them. It's disgusting, but I do. I do just because sometimes I like to be disgusted. Yeah, you know. Um, so you hate watch those shows? I do. Yeah, I hate watch that morning show because Joe Joe Scarborough is a first of all he's got the world's tiniest mouth, and he's got terrible hair. It's a howdy doody haircut, and I just think he's an asshole. He's got a head like Dilbert. Yes, yeah. <laughs> exactly right. Andrea Mitchell, she she's um I think become in her old age lizard like. Yeah, something's happened to that woman. Joy Reid is a racist. There's no question about it. Bingo. She hates everybody that's a white person. Yeah, or that doesn't think like her. Chris Hayes is uh, he reminds me of some of the guys I went to prep school with. <laughs> uh, the ones I didn't like, you know, he's just a know it all. You know, I don't know. Uh, and you know who's a real idiot? And he's from Dorchester. Lawrence O'Donnell. Stop the hammering. <laughs> he's got a lantern sh- jaw and a, and a square head, and he's a butt wipe. I think Katie Turr is very uh, cute. Yep. And uh, oh, here's the three people that should never have gotten jobs. Go ahead. Tiffany Cross on the weekends. She does this thing, and she she's worse than Joy Reid. She's got these gigantic cans, though, and I think that's how she got the job. I really do, because her information sucks. Alicia Melendez is on, too, mm-hmm. uh, and she's the daughter of the senator from Jersey. What's what's his oh, name? Bob? Yeah. yeah. So we, we know how she got that job. 
And Al Sharpton is on that network, MSNBC, and we know how he got that job, too. Right? Huge cans. Blackmail. (laughs) Poor guy. He can't read. They put stuff on the teleprompter, and there's so many blunders. Oh, it's terrible. So anyway, I just, you know, look, I'm I'm not sitting here. I don't want these people to get fired. That would be sad. Oh, yes, I do. (laughs) <laughs> all, the, all the people I just said that I don't care about, I don't like. Well, it's nice having them around, though. Yeah, I'd like to see them all get fired. Yeah. I'd like to be the guy that is able to. I'd like to be the guy that fires them. You know, I've been fired enough times. I've seen how it's done when it's done right. Sort of and like in, in office See what space? I'm saying about yeah. that? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. She's not my favorite. Oh, she's terrible on the air, and she she blocked me <laughs> on Twitter. She did. I said something that she didn't uh, that she didn't care for. Uh, it's t- you know it's time for another commercial. No. Oh what? yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right. So let's. Can I get serious for a moment, you guys? You know, hiring somebody is a very serious move. Like when we hired Ben, remember all the posters we had to put up on all the telephone poles outside the Home Depot. But we got him. He's fine. He's learned his gig. And just remember this: don't take any chances when you're making a hire. Okay. Especially if you got a small business, you're very very concerned about who you're bringing in. That's going to best represent you and your company, okay? But the best qualified candidates available, something we've never had here, except for Smitty. You have to check out LinkedIn Jobs. That's what you should do. LinkedIn Jobs helps find the right people for your team. They, they find them faster, and they find them for free. See, you go to LinkedIn Jobs, you add the job, and the, the purple hiring frame you add that to your LinkedIn profile, and you spread the word that you're hiring, and everybody recognizes that. Then you say, oh, cool. They have simple tools like screening questions to make it easy to focus on the right candidate with the right skills and the right experience so you can quickly prioritize who you'd like to interview and who you'd like to hire. So don't waste time. Time is money. Small businesses rate LinkedIn jobs number one in delivering quality hires versus the leading competitors. Now, if you want quality tires, go to Express Tire. Oh, wait, that's a different commercial. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find qualified candidates. Remember that. Post your job for free at LinkedIn.com slash Mikey. That's LinkedIn.com slash Mikey. That's spelled M-I-K-E-Y, and you might want to hire somebody who can spell that. (laughs) But post your job for free. Terms and conditions apply. And now, the news. Or as they say, south of New York City. And now the news. Isn't that how you say it down there? You've yeah, been down there, that's Ben. Good. <coughs> ben used to go down there trolling for hot cheerleaders in his day. Back in his day. He didn't realize that there are no hot cheerleaders in New Jersey. <laughs> They're all pigs. Oh, man. Uh, now the news. Did I say that already? You did. A British newlywed had her unconventional first dance at her wedding, but with her bridesmaids and a pole. Cat <laughs> uh-huh. Shannon, 29, entertained herself and her guests with a pole dancing routine at her wedding. I'm sure her parents were very proud. Oh boy. Daddy, and it, dad and daughter <clears throat> dance. And you know, here's the standard by which people, this is a lap dance. people are judged by this standard now. It lit up TikTok with 5.7 million views. <laughs> Everything's about lighting up TikTok. Okay, let's look at it. A Hertford, Eng- uh, Eng- England, England native has been a fan of the strenuous hobby and took up pole dancing in 2013 while in college. 
She was trying to pay for her courses. She revealed to the news service that her husband, Tom, has always been, quote, supportive of her endeavors, especially her dancing ones. She proved just how dedicated she is at her nuptials along with her bridesmaids, who climbed to the top of the pole despite wearing gowns. Here's her quote. Even in my dress... Oh, she's English, right? Yeah. Even in my dress, I thought I'd still go up and get up there. It was also amazing to see old friends from the university where my love of the pole started up there, too. Sure. <laughs> her husband said, Tom... Her husband, Tom, said, it wouldn't be our wedding without a pole. Wait a minute. How did he say that? It wouldn't be our wedding without a pole. In fact, it wouldn't be our honeymoon without a pole. I gave her the best pole I could that night, I remember. Kept her up all night. I know, that's unusual. <laughs> I, I, I'm, I'm shocked. Yeah. Think about, though, her, her family. Yep. Oh, that's nice. You know, they walk in, you see a big brass pole. And, yeah. Stacey Abrams back in the news. Oh, no. Uh... She, you know, she said that no, there's no heartbeat on a. On a how, how old did she say the, the kid had? Eight weeks or whatever. I don't pay attention to that woman. She said there's no such thing as a heartbeat. And oh. so they talked to a bunch of different doctors, OBGYN types. And this this particular woman, Doctor Nisha Verma, specializes in abortion care, and she said. When I use a stethoscope to listen to a, an adult patient's heart, the sound that I'm hearing is caused by the opening and closing of the cardiac valves. At six weeks of gestation, those values don't exist. The flickering, what we're seeing on the ultrasound, is actually a man sound manufactured by the ultrasound machine, which is what Stacey Abrams was saying. So she joined that team. That's amazing. Uh, now, this article says that not only is everything in those quotes false, but extremely misleading... Even though obstetric experts are making the claims, numerous imaging experts who better understand how ultrasound technology works tried to correct those errors when the article was published but has never been corrected or retracted. The facts are readily available and easy to come by. Uh, the specific issues cited by Abrams and Kessler clearly were cherry-picked to reach a predetermined conclusion. They know that some people will believe Stacey Abrams' lie. Right. Yep. And... For example, no ultrasound expert would ever argue that ultrasound detects electrical activity. This is scientific nonsense. However, these articles found so-called experts who said so, defying all scientific logic and common sense. It's a heartbeat, okay? It, it, maybe it's a six-week-old heart, and it's a little teeny tiny thing. And it's alive. It's alive. It's a living thing. Yep. And that's, that's kind of the bottom line of the argument. Is it alive? Is it... And then they get to the point in, in the abortion discussion where at what point can a baby feel pain in there? Mm. And they said it was three or four months. So they go in there with like a vacuum cleaner type thing and ice tongs. And they rip it out. I mean, they, of course it's going to feel pain. It's a terrible topic. Yeah, thank you for hitting that. Jesus. I'm just saying, though. What else is in the news? Holy shit. <laughs> but it was true. Animal tranquilizers in the news. And I'm on them. And animal tranquilizers appearing more frequently in drug supplies across the country. Xylazine has been increasingly reported in the heroin and fentanyl supply in Philadelphia and Delaware, causing some people to lose fingers and toes Great. after using what's known as, quote, trank. 
Have you heard that expression, Ben? No. Yep. Come on, man. You've been to discos. <laughs> the drug is commonly used for sedation and muscle relaxation in animals such as horses and cattle. <coughs> Researchers estimate that xylazine is in 91% of the heroin and fentanyl supply in Philadelphia and making its way west. The Detroit Free Press reported Friday deaths involving the tranquilizer increased 87% from 2019 to 2020 in Michigan. They're saying it's in Connecticut, 10% of the supplies of, and Maryland. I mean, it's, it's a dangerous thing. Now, we used to get horse tranquilizers when I was in high school. Yeah. And, you know, you never did more than one. You, you, only, you only did one. Any more than that, you're going to have to rein it in. Uh, that's a t- but th- th- that's something to watch for if you're a uh, drug-taking type of uh, loser. Okay. That's correct. That's good public service announcement. Ne- Thanks for that story, Mike. Um, oh, ne- there's more? Yeah. Oh, I don't just do four, three, four stories. I'm a dedicated now, journalist. Now the news with Mike Adams. NASA hit an asteroid traveling thousands of miles per hour through space with a rocket-propelled spacecraft in stride, which begs the question, this is this is from uh, Barstool Sport, why haven't they gotten us back to the moon in half a century? That is a great question. Why is that? Yeah, I don't know. This is, I'll tell you why. This is boring. The moon is boring. Could be boring. It also, a lot of people are saying, well, they didn't go back because we really didn't go the first time. You don't well, believe that, do you? Yeah, no. You we, guys both lived through it. Yeah, I went there. Oh, you did? Yeah, I was, I was a, st- a stowaway. You don't believe that it's fake, do you? I wanted to be the first guy Bill. to moon the Earth from the moon. I with... have my doubts, and I don't. I don't like having the doubts because I watched it while it was happening, and I believed it. I believed my, what my government was telling me. I believed everything. I bought the whole story, but uh, and then I thought, you know, one small step for man. I thought, how cool is this? And it was an American that went up there. But then I hear all the little stories that start coming in. You know, some of them are easy uh, to debunk. I don't know. I have a hard time with that because you know why? I was there. Here's what bungles me, or bungles the, uh, the, my thought process. It bungles your bunghole. Yeah. They, uh, this is according to some of the things that I've read. They did a rehearsal on a moon landscape that Stanley Kubrick shot. This is what I was told. And uh, I've seen stills from that, and they look identical. There are no stars in the sky. Have you noticed? You can't see the stars. Mm. I don't know, Ben. Just a couple of this, questions. You, you, this, You're still on my side, right? I, I think we went to the moon, yeah. I, I, One more question. I bought Go that. Ahead. I bought that moon rock as a, from the guy, and he said it was actually legit moon rock <laughs> from the moon, and I paid a lot of money for that. I don't think you're crazy for not believing or for believing that we didn't land on the moon. Yes. But is the Earth flat? Oh, <laughs> that you know, I find that to, and people argue that with a passion. They believe the Earth is flat. I just saw a picture of Jupiter. It was. It's right now closest to the Earth that it's going to be right. for the next some you know, one hundred seven years. Yeah, or something. but. Some you know, amateur astronomers are able to see it. They get beautiful pictures of it, and uh, and it's clearly a globe. Clearly, I don't understand. They say that uh, the the flat earthers say that when they that NASA is lying to us. That every image we've ever seen of the Earth, yeah, is, is fake, totally CG, and uh, and they've got all these answers well, to all the questions. Just call Kyrie Irving. <laughs> I just want to make sure there was a baseline. <laughs> oh no. I'd, anyway, the, but the moon is boring. glad you're on the right side of yes. Yes. We, we, can we agree the moon is boring? Yeah. Oh yeah. Jesus God, yeah. I hope hey, so. There are those who say the moon is hollow. Have you heard about that? 
Oh, boy. They sent an explosion up to the moon. Look this up for yourself. You should do a midnight to 6 a.m. show on WBZ. <laughs> this, this, this is, I heard this on Coast to Coast. Moon is hollow. They, of course you did. Yeah, they sent up an explosive device. It, it went off on the moon, and it rang like a bell for an hour. So that must mean, this is according to some of the experts, <laughs> are saying that it could mean that the, that the moon is hollow. I know. Yeah, it could. It as, could mean that. As bizarre but, as that sounds. I'm, now i got to go up there and check it out. Do you know the purpose of sending the, uh, the rocket up to the asteroid? To, to, to yeah, to, keep, to see if, if it's doable. To see if they can actually change the trajectory right, yeah. of the asteroid. You ever play Asteroids, the video game? Yeah. yeah I played that. I, I must have spent a thousand quarters <laughs> on that, seriously. I got really, really good at it, Asteroids. Um, pain in, uh, the pain in the asteroid, it would... Was that, was that? I was going to do a little joke there, but I decided not to. <laughs> but instead, of, instead of going to the to the moon, you know, why don't they probe Uranus? Oh, there it is. That was, that was no, one. that's not the joke. That's just, that's something I thought of just now. All right, here's something that's going to really alarm you, especially. When it's the it's the news jingle. You know what? A, a studio apartment, the median rent for a studio apartment in uh, I'll just throw a town out here. In Boston is studio. That's that's where the bed is in the living room. Twenty three hundred a month. Twenty two forty eight. Wow. Oh God. It's it's higher in Cambridge. Twenty five hundred and sixty dollars a month, which is up thirty two percent over one year ago. Jesus. Brookline twenty one hundred. Quincy twenty one forty seven. Ew. If you if you can stoop to living in Somerville, it's only eighteen hundred dollars for a studio. Man, that's a lot of money. When I lived in Southie, after I got divorced, my studio was was a thousand. Yeah. The rats were free. <laughs> <laughs> um, the cheapest one on here, Massachusetts average, by the way, for a studio apartment, twenty one hundred dollars. Wow. The uh, the uh, studio apartment in Worcester. Yeah. This goes to show you something. Six hundred dollars. Twelve fifty. Six hundred. So that's something that they're all up though. Every single rent is up, no matter what city, what town. Yep. And that's just you know that's the inflationary spiral we've been living through. Can- hmm. Candy corn in the news. Candy corn. Gross. I hate candy corn. America's favorite Halloween treat. You know what? Can I just say this? Candy no corn is, is the sh- shittiest candy ever. The candy corn yeah. recall. The ne- Necco wafers are pretty bad. Candy corn is just a waste. Yeah. Anyway, candy corn recall by Auburn Company over allergy concerns. Now, I have a son, Willie, who's got allergy to eggs, mm. tree nuts, peanuts, and all kinds of stuff. An Auburn-based snack company is withdrawing a candy corn product in New England due to allergy concerns, according to the FDA. Yeah. Arcade Snacks issued a recall of its 15-ounce candy corn packages Friday after it was found the products may contain undeclared egg. Now, that could be deadly for someone with an egg allergy. Some, yep. No illnesses have been reported in connection to the products so far, but you can have a, an anaphylactic shock. And uh, honestly, kids with severe allergies like my son, they could die from this. And you know kids, man, they'll just gobble a million of them down. The candy corn packages are distributed in several establishments in Massachusetts, uh, including Foodies Markets and Dunnerland's Supermarkets. Also, Roadside Farm Market, uh, Johnson Roadside Farm Market in Swansea, Fieldstone Farm Market in, Wil- uh, in Marion, and Windfall Market in Falmouth. Also, 
a place I used to go to all the time in my hometown of Manchester, Connecticut, Highland Park Market. Good friends, my family owned that store. Obviously, it's it's not their fault. Well, uh, but the uh, they're looking for 15 ounce packages of uh, candy corn from uh, what did I say it was <laughs> that place. Yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> this also in the news. <laughs> news. One, one more. Okay, great. I mean, come on. You, you, you live and learn. And now the news with Mike Adams. Melissa Etheridge. This is on Twitter. Yeah. I take I take some of my news from Twitter. Melissa Etheridge tells... What just uh, happened there? Melissa. Melissa Etheridge. It's hard name to say. It's like, Are it's we like, watching a stroke? You remember, really? the, remember the line in uh, uh, On Golden Pond when, he, uh, when Henry Fonda's talking about... What's it, Hepburn's name? Say it like Ethel, Henry. Ethel Thayer. He says, sounds like I I think he had lived that line. Ethel Thayer <laughs> was her name. Anyway, uh, Melissa Etheridge <laughs> yeah. uh, was telling someone on Twitter that uh, Barry Manilow, Ellen DeGeneres, Jodie Foster, and Ricky Martin all sought her advice about coming out after she had done so in 1993. Yep. Uh, and she said, the quote was, it's been wonderful to see these people finally come into themselves. There you go. I don't oh, know that what, sounds disgusting. I don't know what that means. But, uh, you know, uh, no one knew. I didn't know Jodie Foster when she was in Taxi Driver was gay. I, no, no she one was 13. Well, maybe she didn't even know at that point. It's, uh, but then they've been changed the name of the movie to Silence of the Clams. <laughs> Later down the road. I'd like to apologize for the behavior of the host. No, what? Of the show. That's funny. <laughs> <laughs> you know, a lot of people uh, save that's the that. best defense. They, no, 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 that was funny. A lot you know, of people save their uh, their coming out story for uh, an event like Thanksgiving. Well, Barry Manilow is is thinking of going back and, and re- revoicing the whole, the song Mandy to re- changing it to Randy. Oh, Randy, you gave me a thing on my arm, and you had it away. Oh, Randy. And he's going to change the name of it, so he's going to be Copa Banana. <laughs> I'd like to apologize for the behavior of the host what, of the what show. What did I do? I did nothing. Oh, I'm just I, I'm lampooning myself. Oh, my God. <laughs> you know, football is back. I don't know if you know this. I do. Sports? Did you get And now sports. Here's Tad Pole. Tad, did you uh, did you get smashed on your bets this weekend, or did you actually yep. do well? I got my Everyone ass handed got to ass me. kicked. I know. Well, you know, you say, well, geez, I can't bet on... Kansas City Chiefs. To, to, all I had to do, they had to win by one point. I had, I had them teased. Yeah. No, they couldn't do that. How, how about the the Bills? You know, I mean, pay, anyway. But that's okay because this is why they have this great CLNS fifty bonus, so you can recoup your losses when you do dumb shit like I did. Mm. Your number one betting source is Bet Online. Uh, football betting, of course. People love football betting the most. Mm-hmm. You're going to find all the latest odds, the team matchups, the player news, the game trends, all at Bet Online. And your continued source for sports wagering continues to be betonline.ag. Ag. Bet Online features the live betting, the free contests, the live scores, giveaways, all kinds of stuff. It's the fastest, easiest way to bet on your favorite sports and events. Uh, whether it's baseball playoffs coming up, you know, even MMA, it doesn't matter. They got everything on there. Head to betonline.ag, join, and receive your 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit. The promo code is CLNS50. 
You put that in there. Whatever you put in, they give you 50% of it as a free ride, free bonus, okay? It's a great deal. CLNS50, your bonus code. Bet online where the game starts. And you going to be betting on the Celtics this year? You, oh, you know, speaking of that, I mean, we should mention, what's going on with the world of Boston sports? Ime Udoka. He, he goes to the finals last year as a rookie coach. The future looks very bright. Very bright for him. Like, so bright he's got to wear sunglasses. Right? And cheap sunglasses are all right because he's Ime Udoka, right? <laughs> His future looks great. Then what? This mess happens. Some kind of dalliance with a staff member, and there's a policy against that, and you can't go. So what's the expression? A dalliance. You, you, as Tony Soprano said it. Yep. You can't shit where you eat. And guess what? Now everybody's like, oh, my God. Celtics, they were so promising. Mm. Is this going to ruin them? Is this guy that's going to take, what's his name, is going to take his job by uh, the... the Joe Mazzola. Yeah. Joe. Is, is this going to ruin the whole chemistry of this team? I think they'll get through it. And, we, and nothing, there's no good news now. Yeah. The Patriots are one and two. Their quarterback is fragile, seems like. Mm. Uh, it's not looking good. The Red Sox, fuck. I mean, the Red Sox, what are you kidding me? They've lost six in a row to wind down the season. They're last place. They're. Are the Bruins going to save everybody? No. I don't They're going to so. be mediocre. So suddenly Boston sports has gone from the city of champions. We got a lot to talk about on this topic. And you know I love Deportes. I've got a list here of worst Halloween candies. I, I'll, I'll take some votes on that. All right. What do you want? All right. Candy but, corn's got to be on the top. All right. Let's see. Number yeah. 20, Whoppers. Do you guys agree with that? Yeah, whoppers. I don't think when whoppers are terrible. When they're fresh, they're good. I like malted milk balls. All right. Number 19, lemon heads. Never. I agree. I don't like lemon heads. Number 18, almond joy. I, I love them. Oh, I love really? those. Yep. Yeah. I, I love the coconut and the mounds. Yeah, the coconut. All yeah. right. Number 17, mounds. Hey. Oh. You know, if you eat nothing but coconuts, yeah. you will lose weight, and you'll climb trees like a, like a madman. You know, sometimes you feel like a nut. Sometimes you don't. The next one is the one that I hate. And Number hates 16, if you're going to Halloween in an old folks' home in 1978, Werther's Originals. Awful. Oh. They're, not even, they're not even enjoyable. Oh, no. Number 15, Raisinets. They misspelled it. I, they did. Raisinets. Yeah, I, I, like, uh, I like Raisinets. Yeah, are the Raisinets chocolate-covered raisins? Yeah. yeah. I, I don't care. For 14, Candy Necklace. Man, that's nope. what your kid makes. Throw it at Number somebody. 13, Milk Duds. Too chewy. They stick to your teeth. Yeah. yeah. Uh, number 11, Mary Jane. No, I like Mary no. Jane, but not candy. <laughs> number 11, Good and Plenty. Eh, Too many. No, they're not that good. Uh, Number 10, Twizzlers. No, boring. Yep, boring. I kind of like Twizzlers. All right, number nine, Banana Laffy Taffy. Well, it's, again, you want to ruin your teeth? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's too much. Annoyingly so. Uh, Number eight, Hot Tamales. These these all suck. Disgusting. Uh, number seven, Tootsie Roll. Nope. I disagree. Wait, I like Tootsie Rolls. We're into the top ten here. No. Nope. Yeah, we're flying through. Number six, Dum Dums. Uh, what, what, what are you, three years old? Yeah, Come dum-dums. on, get, get this shit out of here. Uh, number five, Mellow Cream Pumpkins. No. Ooh. Uh, yeah, you shove them up your ass. Number four, candy corn. <laughs> Can- oh. I don't know how candy corn's I, not the I'm worst. I'm going to give the finger to that screen. All right, right number there. three. Brock's candy corn. Candy buttons. Yeah, those are awful. This oh. is not even you just valid. Eat, you just eat paper. Uh, number two, Smarties. 
What the hell are Smarties? You know what Smarties are. They're the little tube with the... Uh, oh, yeah, if you, like if you had some, you would know oh, what they are. Chalky candies. It's like having flavored Tums. <laughs> I know the one you mean now. Yeah, and number one, yes, the worst ever. You already read this list because you, you see, mentioned those earlier. No, because no, they're the worst. They're the, disgusting. The 10 best. I, I like Almond come from Joys. New England. Like, I, I think Almond Joys are good. Yeah. I don't know what they're complaining about. They're not bad. Necco wafers, uh, they're the worst. So you can uh, complain about this podcast if you want to. I don't know why you would. You mean at planetmikeypodcast at gmail.com? I think it's perfection. (laughs) And uh, the people that so far have criticized us. Are there, is there any good comments on there? You want some criticism? I mean, there's I mostly care. five stars with some good reviews here. Well, this guy's three stars. Three here. stars? You want him? Says, uh, huge Mike Adams fan going back to neck and sports world days. Mikey is so funny and talented and has provided me with hundreds of hours of entertainment on both TV and radio. Unfortunately, (laughs) for whatever reason, recently he seems to emphasize his right-wing political views on his podcast. I'll still tune in, but it is kind of sad what his show has become. (laughs) See, I'm a centrist. You've got a lefty listening to the show. I'm really a centrist, but what's happened now in this state where where clearly 70% of the state is, is liberal. Yep. It's all based on, uh, it's a relative term, right wing. I'm not right wing. No. Are you kidding? But I am a centrist libertarian. I'm a centrist uh, socially. The social uh, part of me, politically, is moderate. The fiscal side of me, I hate waste and I hate high taxes and I hate big government that does, that does nothing. So I'm a fiscal conservative and a social moderate. I'm a centrist libertarian, and if you don't like it, with all due respect, go fuck yourself. Oh, man. And that's how Mike answers the hate mail. No, I mean, it's like I get along with all the my, – one of my best friends is, is, a, is a Marxist. You know, it doesn't matter to me what you – Don't it's talk politics. about Ben like that. It's, I'm not a Marxist. Yeah, hell no. It's talking politics. about Bill Lee. Yeah. Spaceman. He's a nut. He is. He's, but he's my favorite communist, and I like him, and he's, he's a good guy. He's technically a zombie. Came back from the dead. And not a hateful man. Rose from the dead. He did. Well, his best his best line was, he goes, I didn't need that defibrillator. He said, I was just about to get up. <laughs> it's just unbelievable. We need to get him back here. I need him to sign my Billy rookie card. Yeah, yeah. well, he'll come by next time he's in the neighborhood, yep. you know, uh, like, he, like he usually does. Now, we're, uh, what? How, how much time have we got? Because if we, if we go over 45 minutes, we got problems. Well, oh, then we got some problems. A little bit over right now. What is it? 46. 46. All right, well, let's get this get this music going and get these guys in here. Jesus, I mean, we don't pay them to sit in the back room and goose each other. Actually, that is in their contract. The following song is a song recorded by a duo called Hall and Oates. That would be Daryl Hall and John Oates. They had a whole string of hits in the late 70s and the mid-80s making the Billboard Top 100 chart 14 times. Ladies and gentlemen, for your listening pleasure, Joe and Jerry are here with their rendition of Hall & Oates' Maneater on the Planet Mikey podcast. She'll only come out at night, a lean and hungry type. Nothing to do. I've seen her here before. She's a whore. Watching and waiting, and she's sitting with you, but her eyes are on the floor for the door. Hello, whore. 
throw money I paid to see. What do you think, Joe? You get it for free? <laughs> a woman's wild. She can turn by the pearl or jaguar, whatever the hell that means. Money's a matter. So if you're in it for love, you ain't gonna get too far. Right, Joe? Right, Joe. Oh, here she comes. Watch out, boy. She'll chew you up. Oh, here she comes. She's a man-eater. Oh, here she comes. Watch out, boy. She'll chew your pud. Oh, here she comes. She's a meat-eater, Joe. Jerry. Whatever your name is. I wouldn't if I were you. I know what she can do. She's deadly, man. She could really rip your zipper apart. Mind over matter. Oh, the beauty is there. But a beast is in her heart, true. At Shaw's. Oh, here she comes. Watch out, boy. She'll chew you up. Oh, here she comes. She's a man-eater. Ouch. Oh, oh, here she comes. Watch out, boy. She'll chew your dog. Oh, here she comes. She's a fucking man-eater, that little bitch. You know, Joe, I hate these little uh, yeah, musical interludes in the middle. I, I never know what to do. No lyrics on the screen. It's like gonna ad lib a stream of consciousness. It's, it's not my thing, Joe. Oh, toughen up, Joe, for Christ's sake. You're in the big leagues now. I get a little self-conscious in this part of the part of the song. I'm afraid some of my true feelings are gonna come out on tape. Oh sure, like you have true feelings. You phony bastard. Touche, Joe. Touche. Oh, here she comes again. Here she comes. Watch out, boy. She'll chew you up, I said. Oh, here she comes. Oh, she's a man-eater. Can, can you believe it? Oh, here she comes. She got fat, Joe. She's been eating too many men. A big, fat, fucking man-eater, Joe. That's funny, true.